Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Fireside Giants. I'm your host, Anthony Vardo, joined by my co-host, Alex Wilson. Today, we all know that the New York Giants linebacker core is a problem. It was an absolute mess, and it was on full display just how bad it was in the divisional round of the 2023 NFL playoffs when the Giants suffered a devastating defeat to the Philadelphia Eagles. That linebacker core was putrid, and if you look at the stats throughout the 2022 season, no one on that linebacker core got a, above a 70 overall PFF grade last season. So abysmal group that needs to be upgraded this offseason, but how can the Giants upgrade it? We've gone over a couple of different ideas so far on this channel. We mentioned David Long, a potential free agent target for the Giants who used to play for the Tennessee Titans. And now we want to take a look at someone in the 2023 NFL draft, the Giants holding the 25th overall pick. There is a player in mind that I really like. I think that he could project well in the NFL, especially in Wink Martindale's scheme. It's Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. He could be a top target for the Giants with the 25th overall pick. So we're going to go ahead, dive into Simpson, discuss why he makes sense for the Giants. But before we dive into all of that, make sure to leave a like if you enjoy this episode and subscribe to the channel if you're new. Ring the bell so you don't miss an episode. But without further ado, Alex, how are you doing today, my friend? Could not be better, my man. I mean, look, this linebacker core, guys, and I know you guys all feel the same way. It's time. It's time. It's been too long, okay? We haven't had a legitimate linebacker in what feels like decades, okay? You know, we don't invest a lot of capital at the position. Blake Martinez is probably our biggest investment over the last couple of years. And you know what he did for us? He helped us stop the run. And he did a really get, damn good job of it, by the way. You know what I mean? We needed that so bad. And it kind of served as a wake-up call to me. And I imagine a lot of other people, you know, Blake Martinez, not a great, um, you know, pass coverage guy by any means. But the guy collects 150-plus tackles a, a year on a pretty much consistent basis. We need a guy that can help us at the second level, an athletic freak. And, you know, to make it even better, Trenton Simpson, the guy you just mentioned, one of the best coverage linebackers in the draft class, if not the best coverage linebacker in the draft class. We haven't had a linebacker that can cover in a very, very long time. And you want to know the position that kicks the shit out of us every single year? Tight end. You know what a Trenton Simpson would help us do? Stop tight ends. So that would be kind of a nice addition to this defense. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but, you know, Trenton Simpson isn't just a pass coverage kind of linebacker. He's also a freak athlete that could help us tremendously in stopping the run. Now, some scouts, some people will say, you know, the draft neck or whatever, uh, will say that, you know, he has some liabilities maybe as a, as a run stopper in terms of maybe he's just not developed enough there yet. Um, you know, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't coin liabilities. I'd rather say more so undeveloped variables to his game. I say there is a lot of room for growth. That's okay. You know, you want prospects that have room to grow. Why would you want a player coming out of the, out of college that has already reached his ceiling? That would make no sense. You want a player that's freakishly athletic, already good at covering, and is, is super aggressive in the style of game that he plays. In fact, it sounds like he fits Wink Marndale's system pretty damn nicely, the way that I'm describing him right now. And the Giants haven't invested a first-round pick in a linebacker in a very, very long time. So 
As you can kind of tell, I'm advocating for this, but I'm really more so just presenting an argument for why it makes sense. You know, I'd also be fine with them going with Jordan Addison, receiver out of USC, you know, obviously dominated Pittsburgh as well. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, we're going to talk about Quentin Johnson. We've talked about Zay Flowers, Jackson Smith and Jiba. There's a lot of different film reviews you want to kind of execute in the, in the coming weeks here. But, you know, it's definitely worthwhile discussing LB1, Trenton Simpson out of Clemson and what he did for them last year. He was a former five-star recruit, comes from a military family. He's disciplined. He's athletic. He knows how to get the job done and he would fit a, a, a team like the Giants perfectly because he would take to the coaching really really well and if you didn't just hear Wink Martindale actually just just fell out of the running for the Colts job so he's coming back really really great uh, that we get to keep Wink Martindale one of the best DCs in the entire league and a guy that really helped maximize a lot of talent on this roster or rather lack of talent on this roster really elevated everybody so when you have a coach or a coaching staff that is capable of getting that much value out of guys that really shouldn't be starting at the NFL level, you want the, you want to keep those guys around. And you know you have a first round pick like Trenton Simpson, um, ton of potential, really good uh, pass covering coverage linebacker, a lot of potential in stopping the run. Aggressive, he's fast, he's quick, good tackler. That's someone you want to mix in with good coaching. You know, if, I, if I'm uh, Joe Shane, if I'm Brian Dable, and I'm looking at this draft class and I'm saying, you know, what do we need here? It's hard to pass on a guy like Jordan Addison if he's there, but it's also hard to pass on a guy like Trenton Simpson. So, Anthony, when you're looking at Simpson, his athleticism, why do you think he fits this mold quite nicely for the Giants? And do you think there's a realistic opportunity for them at 25 to find themselves in LB1 and finally invest that significant amount of capital in solving this position once and for all? Well, yeah, like you said, it's been a really long time since the Giants have invested in this position. They haven't drafted a linebacker in the first round of the draft since 1984, I believe it was, with Carl Banks. So that's a mind-blowing statistic to me. All of the draft swings and misses that the Giants have taken over the years, but they've just completely ignored the linebacker position through the first round of the draft for 30 years now. Bizarre to me. But why does he make sense for the New York Giants? Well, there's a couple reasons why. Trenton Simpson is an uber-athlete, super-athletic, and he has actually the ability to run a sub 4-4 second 40-yard dash. That's what he's projected to do. Some people are saying he could run a 4-3-6 at 6'3", 240 pounds in the NFL scouting combine next month. That is mind-blowing. When you talk about athleticism from the linebacker standpoint, all of the NFL teams are searching for a guy who moves like that at that size for that position. So really what you have here with Trenton Simpson is a project player. He's not necessarily a fully developed NFL-ready linebacker who's going to step in and just be an instant impact guy, unless you use him properly, which I trust Wink Martindale to do. But what you're really drafting in Trenton Simpson is a guy who has the potential to do anything for your defense. Limitless potential with that type of size, that type of athleticism, and the experience playing for Clemson and pro-style defense and a real great team that just churns out elite NFL prospects. I mean, Trenton Simpson has a whole background of just, you know, in impressive athleticism and great production. He was a two-year starter for Clemson, and if you take a look at his career history, it took him a while to get to that off-ball linebacker position. It's interesting looking at it because he used to play a little bit on the edge, and he was more of an outside linebacker in a 4-3 scheme, so he wasn't really playing between the tackles, but in his final season in college, 2022, he did move between the tackles, and he was really impressive, not only as a coverage linebacker, but he did make a lot of plays in the running game, and one of the things about him is that he's super powerful and blows up blockers. He's got the ability to run through blocks. In fact, I was reading on the Draft Network, they said that his ability to run through blocks is bar none out of any of the linebacker prospects in this year's class. Trenton Simpson blows up blockers like it's nobody's business, and that's what Wink Mar Martindale will love to hear. I mean, when, we, when you look at Wink Martindale and the way that his defensive scheme plays, 
so aggressive. The most aggressive scheme in the NFL. They love to blitz a lot. They love to send their linebackers on blitzes. So when you're taking a really athletic guy like Trenton Simpson and throwing him into this defensive scheme, you know you're going to see him on a lot of disguised blitzes. And that sounds really exciting to me. So when you ask me, Alex, how does he fit with Wink Martindale's scheme? Well, I think that he's got the, the tools and the skill set to become a great run defender. But off the bat, day one, Wink Martindale would love to throw this guy out there on some really creative blitz packages because no one's getting to the quarterback faster than Trenton Simpson from that linebacker position. So when you're talking about A-gap blitzes, just a blitz right through that center, that's Trenton Simpson. He'll blow up a center. He'll get to the quarterback. And that sounds really exciting. Just imagine the stacking Dexter Lawrence and then this super athletic young linebacker and Trenton Simpson right behind him and then putting that pressure through the interior. That sounds really enticing to me. You mentioned it, though, Alex. There's a lot of wide receiver prospects in this year's draft that fans are probably going to want in favor of a linebacker. But what if all those receivers come off the board? Because it is such a stacked class at the receiver position this year. You know, there's a lot of receivers that, and there's a lot of teams that need a playmaker. So there's there's a realistic opportunity that the Giants don't have the opportunity to get a Addison, to get a uh, Jackson Smith and Jeeba, any of those guys that we've been discussing, and they might have to settle on finding that linebacker prospect. And I think that when you look at it, Trenton Simpson is kind of clear in a way the best linebacker prospect in this year's draft because he just has all of those tools. And again, when you're in the NFL draft, you're not always going for the best player, the player who produced the most. What's the name of that one player? He played for the Ravens, Alex. You might remember his name. He he like he scored he had the most sacks in college football history, but he did nothing in the NFL and he was a fourth round draft draft pick, you know? It's not always about the stats that you put up in college, right? It's about the tools that you have entering the NFL and what a good coach can do with those tools. And I think that when you look at a guy like Trenton Simpson, no one has better tools and I don't trust a coach better than Wink Martindale to make use of those tools and turn him into a stud. Yeah, so, you know, this is how I'd kind of go about, if, if the Giants were going to go for Trenton Simpson, this is kind of the strategy I would go with, okay? I'm not going to draft him with the thought in mind that he's going to be your elite run-stopping linebacker. I would want to pair him with a good primary focus, you know, a guy that just all he does is rack up tackles and stop the run. Like, that's his primary goal. Um, I think that that's kind of the guy I'd like to pair him with. Now, if you're going to spend a first-round pick on a guy like Trenton Simpson, you're obviously not going to be wanting to spend a lot of money on a linebacker to pair with him because, you know, it's just too much capital to spend. So I'm going to throw out a really random name out there um, that probably nobody knows, and he's a Detroit Lions linebacker, Alex Anzalone. Um, this is a player who last year played over 1,000 snaps for the Detroit Lions. He had 125 total tackles, okay? 125 total tackles, 21 total pressures, five quarterback hits, two sacks, 14 hurries. Um, you know, he, he's a pretty solid tackler. He's a decent run defender, and he's cheap as hell, okay? This is a player who is 28 years old, former third-round pick out of 2000, back in 2017 from the New Orleans Saints, um, Florida Gators product. This is a guy who would be a nice pairing with the Trenton Simpson, allowing him to really expand on his strengths. You know what I mean? Like good coaching lets players play to their strengths. And you know, when you're looking at Simpson, he's a great coverage linebacker. He's athletic. He wants to blitz. He wants to run. He wants to get after the quarterback. He wants to shoot the gaps. Let him do that. You know what I mean? Blake Martinez, what made Blake Martinez so good, right? It wasn't the fact that he was shooting gaps. It wasn't the fact that he was rushing the passer. It wasn't the fact that he was, uh, you know, covering tight ends or whatever it might be. He would sit there at the second level. He would just stand there, and when the gaps opened up, he would plug them. He would fill them, and he would collect those tackles, and that's what he did. You know, he he mitigated big chunk yardage uh, plays, essentially. That's what Blake Martinez's role was. 
cap those big plays, plug those those holes, and essentially keep those runs to five, six yards max. You know, don't let them be 20, 30 yards. That's what a guy like Alex Anzalone can do for you. He can play that kind of mitigation role in terms of not allowing big yardage plays and allow Trenton Simpson to be aggressive, you know, because that's where he needs to be. Um, last year, Clemson tried to put him in this, like, in this like stacked linebacker role and where he kind of sat back and tried to collect tackles and he kind of got buried in the bodies and essentially like was phased out of the game at times because they wanted him to be a traditional linebacker and just be like that guy, you know? But I think that's the worst way to use a player like this. He is a freak athlete. He is aggressive. He wants to run. He wants to attack, attack, attack. And who does that align perfectly with? Wink Martindale. I mean, the guy's freaking tailor-made for a Wink Martindale defense. And pairing him with a run-stopping linebacker that they can have and just be like, you know what, Alex Anzalone, go there, play conservative, and just stop those big runs from happening. Stay at the second level and just collect those. We're going to pay you a cheap contract, and you can just basically just pad your stats. And, and you know, we're going to take Trenton Simpson, and we're going to ask him to just go freaking balls to the wall and go hard every single play and aggressive and attack and rush the passer and do everything that we want him to do and cover tight ends. And then you're going to be like in a good situation at linebacker. You know what I mean? That seems like a good combination to me. And, and for what it's worth, Alex Anzalone, I just picked that name out of the hat because he's a cheaper option and he had a lot of tackles last year. So he kind of fits the molds of what Blake Martinez did for us in the past. So I figured, okay, you know, a similar strategy, a similar kind of style of play there could fit this defense, especially if you pair him with an aggressor like Trenton Simpson. But I like the compliment of having a conservative and a aggressive style linebacker. Um, you know, he's a guy that can rush off the edge. He can, you know, delay blitz. He can do so many things for you. Um, Simpson, that is. Um, you got to let him play to that. You know, you can't hold him back by playing him as a conservative, like, you know, second level linebacker. You got to just unleash him, man. This is like a, this is like a dog, like ready to attack. You got to let him go. Um, and do what he's got to do because that's ultimately what his style of play is. That's what he loves to do, and he'll get better as he as they give him the the you know ability to do that. They give him the the green light to play to his strengths, and I think that that's a good combination. So, what are your thoughts about that? Bringing in a guy that just kind of collects tackles and you know kind of can play conservative and just mitigate big plays, and then pairing him with an aggressive player like Simpson who can just go all out and make those like you, you talk about playmaker, you talk about turnovers, you talk about difference making like situations, difference making snaps and plays. Trenton Simpson can do a lot of those things. You don't want to take that variable away from him uh, by forcing him into the second level conservative linebacker role. No, you don't at all. I don't think that's where Trenton Simpson fits in an NFL defense. I think that when you look at Simpson, this is a guy who you want to primarily throw into coverage and then have him be that aggressive, head-bashing player across the middle of the field. You know, you want him to just let loose at all times and be kind of a wild man over the middle of the field. Develop his skills, you know, rein him in, make him a better run defender as time goes on. But off the bat, I think Trenton Simpson does go out there and play that really aggressive, blitz-heavy and coverage-heavy linebacker role that you just mentioned. And yes, I would love to see the Giants in not just bring in one linebacker like if they go ahead and they draft Trenton Simpson it shouldn't end there they do need to bring in another guy who's a run stopper an enforcer in the middle of the field because when running backs were getting to the second level against the Giants last season well Jalen Smith was missing those tackles Landon Collins wasn't there in time it was so many big chunk plays being given up at that second level and calling upon the third level to make the stops you know those safeties on the back end that's what the Giants need to, to uh, mitigate right they need to stop having their third level be the 
the run defenders. That second level is where the job needs to get done. A lot of the times you'll see Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams do the right thing, move a lineman out, open a gap for the linebacker to get there. But Jalen Smith, again, would just miss a lot of tackles and not get the play made. So when you have a guy like Trenton Simpson, you kind of run the risk that he also misses some of those tackles, doesn't get that play made. But if you do pair him with a real enforcer in the middle of the field, just a run defender, maybe a guy who's a little flat-footed, not the best in coverage, not super athletic, but you know that he's good at reading a de- reading an offensive line and plugging those gaps. That's what you need to do. So the Giants going into free agency this offseason, I want them to target some sort of run defending linebacker, a guy who just stands in the middle of the field and makes those plays, creates those, those tackles for loss and everything like that. But then they also do need to get a more athletic guy because if you look at that linebacker position that we just had, that that group that we just had in 2022, not a lot of athleticism in there. You know, there was a, I mean, Tay Crowder was arguably your most athletic player, but he was just so bad in run defense that he didn't catch on and he got cut midseason. But those other guys, I mean, Landon Collins at this stage in his career, not the most athletic player. Jalen Smith, evidently not the most athletic player. I think that was abundantly, abundantly clear. And then Gerard Davis, also not much of an athlete, too much of a run defender and enforcer and didn't provide much of anything in coverage for the Giants. So they do need to find a way to get more of a coverage linebacker. Stop asking their safeties to drop into the box all the time because really, how do you maximize the skill set of those guys like Julian Love and Xavier McKinney? Well, you don't ask them to play linebacker 90% of the time, right? When you're just compl- when you always asking these guys to drop into the box and play a different position, well, then what happens to your safety position? What happens to your linebacker position when safeties are playing linebacker for you because you don't have linebacker talent? Again, it's a major point of emphasis for the Giants this offseason. They need to find some linebacker talent so they don't have to keep asking Xavier McKinney and these other guys to drop down into the box and play that position for them. So I think that one of those things, though, with um, with Trenton Simpson is we talked a lot when we were entering that postseason about, okay, so who ends up covering Dallas Goddard? Who ends up covering TJ Hawkinson, right? TJ Hawkinson ended up going for over 100 yards in that postseason game. Giants pulled off the win anyway. But do you think that happens if the Giants have a Trenton Simpson out there to cover TJ Hawkinson? I don't think so. You know, I think that he's got that coverage ability. He's got that athleticism where if Kirk Cousins is trying to dump it off for five yards in in the middle of the field, Trenton Simpson has the speed to go over there and break that up or maybe even pick it off. Now, I understand Xavier McKinney did a great job against TJ Hawkinson. He made the game-winning tackle on Hawkinson in the flat, but... I don't necessarily want to rely on our safety dropping into the box at all times to stop those tight ends because then you're sacrificing some talent on your back end. So the Giants need to find that that linebacker who can cover some some tight ends like Hawkinson. And that, to me, if you're looking in the first round of this year's draft, it is Trendon Simpson. He is the player that could step in there. He has the athleticism to go ahead and cover some tight ends and especially some running backs on the screens. I just watched this clip, Alex, where... Uh, Clemson was they they were exposed by a screenplay right like this looked like it was going to be a 30 40 yard gain down the right sideline Trenton Simpson like a heat seeking missile came out of nowhere made the tackle for loss and I was like wow okay that type of athleticism the Giants do not have that on their defense nowhere on the field have you seen a play like that where a linebacker goes from the left hash all the way to the right sideline and makes a tackle for loss on a screenplay show me that clip because it doesn't exist on the New York Giants defense right now so Trenton Simpson that's the difference that he makes for you he provides that athleticism and coverage and the middle of the field that the Giants currently do not have and he's got all the tools and everything that he needs to one day become a really solid run defender as well just let Wink Martindale get his hands on this guy and watch him turn into the next Patrick Queen or name your pick absolutely I mean look I'm gonna throw one last point out there uh, before we wrap this episode up and it's actually regarding the Ravens do you know how much better their defense got when they traded for Roquan Smith I'm sure it got a lot better 
it didn't just get a lot better. It became one of the best defenses in football overnight. Mm-hmm. So, okay, let me, let me give you an example of what a great— and, and for some reason, there's a there's a, kind of a narrative going on right now that, like, linebackers aren't that important. Um, and I get it. Like, you know, having a good compared to a great linebacker, there's a big difference. You know what I mean? Roquan Smith is a great game-changing linebacker, but— the impact of having one, the the value of having one of those guys and taking a shot on a guy like Trenton Simpson who could be one of those guys, it, it's worth it sometimes because the Ravens went from having the 22nd ranked defense in football and in points per game after they acquired Roquan Smith. You know what they freaking catapulted to? They were catapulted to the second ranked defense in points per game. He changed their entire defense, one single player, you know, stopping the run, you know, covering whatever it might be, being the mic. Having a great linebacker can be the difference between a good and a great defense or a bad and a great defense. You know what I mean? It's it's a narrative that should be put to bed. And I think that, you know, yes, you can get a lot of value from linebackers that aren't great, but why did the Giants lose this season pretty much any game? If you're looking at, like, if you're disregarding the offense, they lost because they couldn't stop the run. You know what I mean? And they couldn't stop the run because they didn't have any freaking linebackers. And, you know, you can't... Leonard Williams and Dexter Lawrence are tremendous run stoppers. Kayvon Thibodeau was a good run stopper. Jihad Ward, great run stopper. They just didn't have anyone at the second level to help clean up those 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 plays, you know? Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams set them up to collect these tackles, and they would miss them 15 to 25% of the time. Why do you think Tate Crowder was cut? He was cut after having a 20-plus percent missed tackle rate. Every... Four runs. Every four runs, or, you know, every five runs, every five runs, every five rushing attempts, Tate Crowder would miss a tackle. That's unacceptable. You know what I mean? It's freaking terrible. They need guys who can wrap these players up. They need guys who will be aggressive, can collect tackles for a loss. Trenton Simpson had 12 and a half tackles for a loss in 2021. Um, this guy's, you know, someone who can change the course of a game in the blink of an eye. You know, the Giants need more players like that. So if if they go with him at 25, am I going to be upset? Absolutely not. If they go with the top cornerback, absolutely not. I'm not going to be upset. If they go with Jordan Addison, not going to be upset at all. Um, now, they may go with the best player available approach, and that's totally possible. Uh, but I think that right now there are some key positions and some great players that will be up for the taking. You know, I, I imagine you agree with that, right? No, I totally agree with that. And I just want to say to your point about, you know, what an elite linebacker can do for you. I think that there's a distinction between an elite run defending linebacker and the value that they have and then an elite linebacker who provides you something in coverage. Because look at the measurables for a guy like Trenton Simpson, 6'3", 230 pounds of pure muscle. Now look at a guy like Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers. What do you think his measurables are? 6'3", 230 pounds of pure muscle. They're the exact same build. And why is Fred Warner so great? Because he's not just your prototypical run defending linebacker he's an elite coverage guy he's got uber athleticism that allows him to cover all tight ends and really make a difference at all three levels of the field he even goes 20 yards deep and makes some plays in coverage sometimes so when you have a guy like Trenton Simpson you're not asking him to get inside Blake Martinez mold as you mentioned Alex you're asking him to play that Fred Warner role that revolutionizes your defense I mean look at the way that the game has changed and some of these really athletic linebackers have stepped into the league like a Fred Warner like a Roquan Smith these guys might be a little undersized you know they might not be 
those big burly uh, stand in the middle of the field, make the run stop guys. But that coverage ability that those players have changes your defense and allows you to do so much more on every level of your scheme. So when you're looking at guys like Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, the athleticism that they bring and the coverage ability that they bring, that's what you're hoping to get out of a guy like Trenton Simpson. Now, I'm not saying he's got the same talent level as those guys. Again, those are elite all-pro level NFL linebackers. But when you're looking at his tools and where he projects, he has the ability to do some of those things with some proper coaching. So that's why I'm falling in love with, with this prospect, Trenton Simpson. He's just one of those players that has all the tools to be molded into one of those elite all-pro level Fred Warner-esque linebackers. Absolutely. And, and look, I'm going to throw out one last just, just appreciation message. Okay, one last appreciation message to Brian Dable for winning Coach of the Year last night. Um, thank you, Brian Dable. Thank you for bringing respect and honor back to this freaking team. You know, years, if you've been with us for the last three years, my friends, this has been absolute pain, okay? You know, being a fan sucks enough. Recording a, an episode every day, and, and if you guys have been with us for that long, you know, we record every freaking day about this team it has sucked <laughs> a lot. This last year has been so much fun, you know, and we have so much fun with you guys, and we are so excited to really continue enjoying the, the success and the future of this team and the positivity. And, you know, if you go on social media, you're going to find hostility, but here we're all about positivity, optimism. You know, some comments may not be that way, but that's okay. We don't give a shit. At the end of the day, we're here to have fun. We're here to talk about the team that we love. And yes, we love the freaking hell out of the New York Giants, and we want them to be the best team in football year in and year out. We want to have a dynasty. And that's what I mentioned on the episode a couple days ago, is that having a long-term success, a dynasty is better than having the situation the Rams are going through right now, where they're falling apart at the seams, and their coach may go to freaking Thailand because he doesn't know what to do right now, and they don't don't know what's going to happen in the future. Matthew Stafford's elbow is disappearing like dust. So, you know, at the end of the day, I really feel excited about, you know, the, the future of this squad, what we have, the talent, the cornerstone pieces and everything that, you know, we've kind of contributed to this community. And we appreciate the hell out of you guys for helping us build. And we are really excited for the future um, that is upcoming in the next couple of weeks as we continue to build the foundation of this team um, and really support Brian Dable and Joe Shane. So big shout out to Brian Dable for winning coach of the year. As always, my friends, make sure to like and subscribe. Big, big importance to us and make sure to hit that little bell or whatever the hell that thing is that Anthony mentioned before. Bing! <laughs> exactly, the little bell thing. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode.